I was at a meeting last week, an educational meeting hosted by a client of mine. The room was packed, and people were obviously interested in this topic. When the talk wrapped up, the host asked if there were any questions. What happened next really surprised me. They didn't ask specific questions about this situation or that situation related to the talk. They wanted to know where they could learn more about the topic. After listening for about 30 minutes, they wanted more information, and they wanted the ability to share it with others. They asked if there was a blog, if the company recorded webinars, and if so, could the slides be provided? Is this unusual? Please, you tell me. I would love to hear. But it's something I'm hearing more and more. People are craving information from you. If you're in the content creation space like I am, it may seem like there's so much out there that people are drowning in content. Sometimes I feel that way. And why would anyone want any more articles on topics you can Google where you can get thousands of results back? Here's the response to that. People are so busy and have so many options. They want to hear your knowledge. If they trust you, if they already believe you have the answers, then they would rather learn what they can from you. Does that mean you need to create content all day, every day? It does mean you have to put together some content, and it does mean you may have to put more effort into promoting your content. But today, we're going to talk about the magic of repurposing the content you have already created. Welcome to Stand Out, the show that shares strategies you can use right now to get noticed and be seen as a thought leader in your industry. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan with CherylTanMedia.com. This is episode 74. In 2019, I'm on a mission to help you tell your story more effectively, whether it's on video, audio, or through the media. For those of you who are new here, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this community. If you haven't already, join us in the Standout Facebook group. It's a wonderful and growing group of business owners and marketers who want to collaborate, learn from, and learn about each other. And if you already know you want to work with someone to develop your message and share it with a bigger audience, check out my strategy sessions. More details can be found on the Work With Me tab at my website, CherylTanMedia.com. If you have followed me for even a little while, you know how much I believe in the power of content, how it creates connection between you and the people who may want to work with you, how it gives prospective clients a way to check you out and see how you think before they pick up the phone to call you or even walk into your office, how it gives you the chance to clarify your message and make it simpler to understand, either in a blog, in a podcast, or on video. Let's start by talking about content creation itself. While I love to create content and I talk about consistency a lot, it is hard to achieve. And let's face it, sometimes it's a chore. Even I don't always succeed in publishing consistently. The difference is I always go back to it. I always feel the need to create content because I know it will help people and I will always go back to it. This podcast is an example of that. If that is you, if you believe in the power of content, then this episode will resonate with you. 
In past episodes, I've talked about ways you can create great content. First, by answering the questions you receive the most from your community. In fact, this podcast episode is in response to a question I put in the Standout Facebook group. People want to know how to repurpose their content, save some time, save some effort. I will link past shows that I've done on content creation in the show notes for this episode. You can find that at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 74. In terms of repurposing, we're going to start thinking a little bit differently about your content. Something I hear often in the business space is beginning with the end in mind. Even before you sit down to write or record, know that you will take this piece of content and use it in a million different ways. And you'll know that with every piece of content you put together, all that time you spent on the front end will pay off with views, shares, and engagement potentially years down the road. And yes, it can happen. For it to work for you, this content needs to be evergreen. That means people who read it, watch it, or listen to it today will get the same value a year from now. It won't become outdated in the future. Some of you may work in industries that change rapidly, but there's likely a part of your work that won't change. Basic information you can share that your customers always want answers around. Once you find a topic that is evergreen, create something amazing. Put some time into it. Maybe it's a video series, maybe it's a podcast episode, or an ultimate guide type blog post. Whatever it is, make it great. I have two pieces of content I'm especially proud of. Both of them are for people who are interested in getting more media attention for their businesses. I created both of them a couple of years ago, and I read through them every few months to make sure they're still up to date. One is called the five-day media magnet challenge. It's a free email challenge. If you sign up, you'll get an email a day for the five days of the challenge that shows you what you can do to get media exposure for your company. If you want to take a look and sign up, you can go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash magnet. The other piece of content is a blog post. It's called the ultimate DIY guide to getting great press same concept. It's a three-part blog series that walks you through the process of getting media attention. If you go to CherylTanMedia.com and search for The Ultimate Guide, it will pop up. And I'm beginning a YouTube series called The Video Kickstart. This will be my newest piece of cornerstone content. It will be a multi-part series that digs into what you need to get moving using video. You may have a handful of these pieces of content, all of which should tie into something you offer as a service or a product you sell. There has to be a correlation there. If you're a real estate agent, for example, your video or blog post could be five things first-time homebuyers ignore that will cost them money or the ultimate guide to investing in single-family properties. Some of the pieces of content I mentioned have opt-ins tied to them. That means if people are interested in being a part of the five-day media magnet challenge, I need their email in order to send them the challenge prompts. After people sign up with their email, they become part of the community that receives my newsletters. Some of your content may be opt-ins. 
Some of them might be just content anyone can read or watch anytime, either on your website or on YouTube. You never know what content will take off. Although if you are answering questions people ask you in your content, you have a good chance at success. The next step in this process is to figure out what content is popular. You can tell through your Google Analytics which posts are popular. I also have a plugin on my website that tells me which posts are popular, and it's called very simply WordPress Popular Posts. Through that, I know which content is connecting with people. One of my most popular posts is called How Do You Look Good in a Webinar? I wrote it about five years ago, and I definitely did not spend much time creating it back then. In fact, I used clip art to illustrate it. But there must be some great SEO in it or something. Maybe the headline is compelling. It's always one of my top posts. Speaking of headlines, make sure they're compelling. Does the headline evoke curiosity in your audience? Does it offer them a solution to a problem they're having? Is it concrete enough? Does it make them want to click or hit play to learn more? If you notice you have content that is popular, like the blog post I just mentioned, take a closer look at it. Make sure it's updated. I replaced the clip art on the blog article with something more up to date. I changed around some of the points in the article. I definitely made it better. Then I created a podcast episode on the same topic. My next step, create a video for my YouTube channel. If you don't have a podcast, think about taking that content and going live on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. If you started with video or audio, you could then transcribe them and turn that into a blog post. Same content, but for different audiences on different channels. While you're working within the content, consider pulling out pieces, either statistics, snippets of stories, or other memorable details, and put them into graphics to promote on social media. This is how you can get away with creating really amazing content once a month, but promote it all month long by repurposing and then pulling bits and pieces out to share on social media. If you have an email list, which you should, you can send your readers an email every time a new blog comes out. Or if you send weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly emails, you can include links to older content. It's not like the content is outdated. Your newer readers may not realize that information exists. One of the best tips I've used on my website is related to content organization, and it's tied to content repurposing. While the search function works very well on my website, I think it's hard for new people to know what's inside. Some people will go searching the archives for information, but really most people won't. I have a resources tab on my website that has my key pieces of content, links to the five-day media magnet challenge and links to video tools, for example, right at the top. And it's easy for new visitors to find. It's a great reminder for you, too, of all the content you created that you can continue to add to your promotion calendar. As long as that content is updated, you can still put it on the calendar to share out to your audience every few months. One thing I'll be doing with the video Kickstart series on YouTube is use this as a jumping off point to connect older content. So think about how you can do that. For example, one video will be about equipment. I'll do the video and then link to all of the other resources on my website I created previously on the subject. And there's quite a few. And each time I do a video kickstart video, 
I'll connect it to other resources I have on the site, adding value for viewers who may not realize there's a whole lot more information available to them. The final tip I have on repurposing content is this. Think about republishing some of your best stuff on another platform like LinkedIn or Medium. There's a whole lot of of debate about this, by the way, what Google will think if you have the same exact post published on your website and on Medium or LinkedIn. But if you feel that the possibility of greater exposure to your work overshadows a hit to your traffic, this is something to think about. It exposes your content to a whole new arena of people. When you're repurposing content, here are the steps again. Create evergreen content, what I call cornerstone content. Spend time to make it great. Put content on another medium, so if it's a blog post, turn that into a video and vice versa. Take statistics, stories, or memorable lines from your content and turn them into graphics for social media. Send links to blogs and videos in newsletters. Create a tab on your website with all of the cornerstone content in one place. Do a series and link to other resources you've created. And finally, republish content on LinkedIn or Medium. We spend so much time agonizing over the content we create, don't we? And the funny thing is, we create it and then move on to the next thing the next piece of content. We don't spend half as much time promoting the content we spent days, maybe weeks creating. What I hope you learned in this episode is if you spend a little more time seeing where else your content can help others, it can work for you for years to come. Here's a little secret. If you create extremely valuable content, let's say monthly, you can take pieces of it to share on social media meaning it will look like you are creating new content every week when in fact, you are creating it monthly. If you know of someone who has been overwhelmed by content creation and has been looking for ways to get more life from the things they create, would you please share this episode? Just go to the podcast app you use and you can share from there. And I'd love to hear about your favorite pieces of content, the blog posts, the videos, the shows that just took off. I know it happens. And I hope after this episode, you know how to continue to make that content work for you. If you want some specific guidance on your content strategy, I'd love to talk with you. You can learn more about my strategy sessions at CherylTanMedia.com. If you've been a faithful listener of Standout, I thank you. If you are brand new to my community, I appreciate your checking us out. In 2019, I'm on a mission to help you tell your story more effectively whether it's on video, audio, or through the media. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.